Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Hey, I made the news. You were on the news? Yep. We'll explain a little later. You have a cold? A little bit. Did you test yourself? Not yet. Did you swab? Going today. You're going today? Mm-hmm. You could be infecting the two of us right now as we sit here? Well, I've been infecting you with my uh, trivia for months now. I really hope you don't have COVID. Me too. Yeah, no kidding, because I don't want to have that a second time. Yeah. Ah, no kidding. You're like a super spreader there, Sloppy Nuts. I'll keep... <laughs> that came up yesterday as well on Facebook, by the way. Oh, yeah. Everyone... Yeah. Hey, I think it's going to stick. I'm ready. They love it. <laughs> Uh, we have Thunderbird tickets to give away. Tonight is game uh, game two between uh, the Thunderbirds and the Charlotte Checkers. So we'll have uh, tickets for that. Someone's going to get an upgrade later on today. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know all the details about that going forward. Giddy up. That and more on Rock. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Led Zeppelin with Bank Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, we can't stand it. We're going to have another nice day today. Mid-70s. Lots of sunshine. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Samuel L. Jackson is joining the upcoming Garfield animated movie as a brand new character, Garfield's dad, Vic. Listen, Mother Eva! Eat that lasagna! My, Garfield, this is a tasty lasagna! <laughs> that would bring a little something extra to the Garfield cartoons. I've had it up to here with the effing cats and the effing Garfield. Right. Do you ever hear? Do you ever hear the edit for that? The uh, <laughs> the Monday through Friday snakes or monkey fighting snakes yep. on this Monday through Friday plane? Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt was previously announced as the voice of Garfield. There's no word on uh, who will voice his owner, John Arbuckle, or Odie the dog, if he even speaks. It's unclear how the new character Vic will be incorporated. Maybe we will see uh, Garfield's origins, perhaps. Mm. The release date has not been announced yet. Would it be safe to assume that it'll have a surprising lack of profanity in that performance? Yeah, probably will. Because it's like a children's show? A children's show, but... uh, wouldn't you rather see uh, Garfield's dad bring out the gimp? <laughs> well, the gimp's sleeping. Well, well you better go you wake him up. You know what they call a Big Mac yeah. in France? The Royale. <laughs> Royale with cheese. <laughs> uh, Mandy Moore, Megan Trainer, and Ashley Tisdale are part of the Cool Mom Club, organized by Hillary Duff. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad group of chicks to hang out with. I like Mandy Moore. I kind of like Ashley Tisdale. I like Megan Trainer and Hillary Duff. Mandy says, quote, It's so much fun. I'm very grateful to have those resources and just incredible women to be able to lean on. They should start a TV show. They should. I mean, other than Megan Trainer, uh, the the other th- three were like teen TV stars, well, movie stars. Can't mean, wouldn't mean Megan Trainer can't do it. I mean, you know, other vocalists have become... TV and movie stars. No, didn't. I'm I'm not saying that yeah. she wouldn't do it. I'm just yeah. saying out of, the, out of the four of those, yeah. the three of them at least have that uh, in common thing yeah, about they got being a, child sure. actors. They got the experience. Uh, yeah. So I, I can't wait for that one. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a humdinger. Well, your kids will be mm-hmm. all over it. 
Uh, Chloe Kardashian is adamant that her nose job is the only surgical procedure she's had. Right. But the plastic surgery rumors are less offensive to her than getting the constant comparisons to her sisters or her younger self. Like, she wouldn't want to be known as Kim or... Uh, Courtney. Courtney. Or any of the others. I always, uh, I always get those three gals mixed up. Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. Couldn't pick them right? apart. You know, that, if it was a lineup, I couldn't tell you. There's two others, too. Like Kendall and you never hear, something else. You never hear much about Kim at all. It's weird. Yeah, no, she really stays in the they background kind of, these they days. Bu- they bury those headlines in the news. <laughs> she <laughs> must have had something to say. Uh, Will Smith. No, she didn't have anything to say. She's speechless. Find uh, that hard to believe. Will Smith explained on David Letterman's Netflix show why he doesn't curse in his raps. When he was young, his grandma told him, quote, truly intelligent people do not have to word, do not have to use words like these to express themselves. Please show the world that you're as smart as we think you are. So now, why did he then yeah. scream out the F word during the Gram- uh, the Oscars? Well, we heard about th- that this interview was happening or had already happened before the Oscars. Right. So... It paints him in a very good light that he is this, you know, uh, stoic uh, hero to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But they didn't, obviously, the interview didn't have the point, the part where he went up and slapped Chris Rock and said, keep your... What, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. So then you can't believe anything he says. No, you can't. His credibility is out the window. Kind of like everybody on this show. No, you no. can't listen to any of us for dude, any the dude information had, on it. The any. dude had credibility yeah. and lost yeah. it. This show, none of us have ever had any real credibility. Especially since you hung that nickname me on yesterday, right before the news. We didn't hang nothing on you. It was uh, it was perfect. It's like uh, you're wearing a comfortable, comfortable pair of shoes. You should market that. We should get, uh, like instead of truck nuts, you should get sloppy nuts. You put them on the back of your bike. Hey, already applied for the, the trademark, man. And then they swing back and forth. <laughs> I hope you get it. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith had to cancel the first set of dates in their Las Vegas residency because Steven Tyler is back in rehab. Wow. After all this time? My, my under- Well, my understanding is that uh, he went. He underwent a procedure. There were complications. He may have been on pain medication, yeah. and this is what happened. Yeah, I think he had foot surgery or something like that. He's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's a... It's a shame, but you know he's not the first or last guy to go through this. Mm-hmm. No, but it's like you know you, you go through your entire career. You you think you get rid of all that stuff, and then your medical procedure spearheads you back into a, a yeah. life of addiction. I gotta say though, and this is a not to be insensitive in any way, just gonna sound that way. The best part of his career was when he needed rehab the most. Yes. Aerosmith Rocks is still one of the best albums they ever did. And they were high to the bejesus. He's 74, by the way. 74. God, I remember he was passing out of the Worcester Central back in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, Video surfaced earlier this week uh, of a former NFL player named Brendan Langley training punches with a United Airlines worker at the Newark airport. Langley whooped the guy pretty good and was arrested, but the employee was fired because it appears that he may have been the aggressor. Well, there's a comment going around that's supposedly from Alec Baldwin. And if it's real, it took some serious grapefruits for him to post it because it includes a mini lecture on workplace safety. Uh-huh. Yeah, good, uh, yeah. Good, good call on that one. Did you it, see the video, by the way? Yes, I did. So yeah. this guy has is, is got like a foot on top of this, uh, this United Airlines worker. 
and he tries to tag the guy, and this little this little butterball of a of a of a flight attendant or whatever the hell he was mm-hmm. starts squaring up with him. <laughs> it's like, here's a guy who's a little foot taller than me. Yeah. All all Brendan Langley needed to do was hold this guy by the forehead, kind of like a uh, foghorn foghorn leghorn style. Now, boy. I'm a chicken hawk. Yeah. I'm going to get me a chicken. Probably saw a lawsuit coming there. So oh, yeah. I'm going to take advantage of this situation. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. What a special time it is for Deed.com slash credit. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I think we're all adults here. I think that after 84 years, we should all finally be able to admit that the NFL Pro Bowl is straight-up garbage. Nobody likes it, nobody watches it, and those who do have got other psychological issues to deal with. No, sir. The Pro Bowl sucks, and everyone knows it. Everyone, including the NFL itself, who, after years of tumbling interest, apathy, and a total lack of enthusiasm, is in the middle of discussions about what to do about it. Over the last few days, NFL owners have been meeting to discuss any number of important issues around the league, and among them is what to do with a Pro Bowl that everybody wants to be selected to, but nobody really wants to play in. What do you do with an all-star celebration that results in a half-rate football game where nobody is playing hard, nobody wants to get hurt, and where many of the game's best players choose not to participate? Even Commissioner Roger Goodell admitted, quote, the game itself doesn't work. We need to find another way to celebrate our players. So what have they come up with so far? According to reports, the NFL is weighing a couple of options, including keeping the week-long celebration but eliminating the game itself or playing the game but with the elimination of tackling. Folks, I have given this situation a lot of thought. Perhaps as much as two or three minutes of my time. And in my opinion, I'm not sure that I'd be any more inclined to watch either option over what I've already chosen to ignore. Do I want to watch a modified football game that eliminates one of its most important elements, turning it into nothing more than a touch football game that would be no different than a game at the Kennedy compound? Or would I prefer to watch an ESPN-produced Pro Bowl broadcast that suddenly looks like the real housewives of the NFL? I think the answer to both these questions would be, what else is on? Listen, the Pro Bowl is already an unwatchable farce. Let's not turn it into something that's even worse. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know what I'm waiting for? The Pellet Steak Steakhouse to open right here in Springfield. Because when you grill with a Traeger Woodfire Pellet Grill, meat gets all smoky and delicious. Plus, you have precision temperature and flame control. Try to find that on some of the other grills that are out there in the market. Grill with a Traeger from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's classic. classic. Springfield's classic rock at 612 and Tom Petty with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Lots of sunshine again today, mid-70s for the highs. Um, You know, uh, one thing that uh, repeats more often than Tom Petty, unfortunately, is the news of school shootings. Seems like we have another major one. These happen all the time. It's just you're hearing about the large one where... At least 19 kids and two teachers were killed yesterday when a gunman opened fire in a Texas elementary school, according to the Texas Department of Public Safety. 
the suspected shooter who might have had a handgun and a rifle, was also killed when law enforcement confronted him at Rob Elementary School in, I'm sorry, Uvalde. I'm not sure how to say it. Uvalde. 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 Which is uh, just west of San Antonio, according to Governor Greg Abbott at a news conference yesterday. Well, 2012, you know, in in Connecticut, you had Sandy Hook. And in fact, uh, Senator uh, Chris Murphy of uh, Connecticut took the Senate floor just hours after the shooting yesterday and and basically said, you know, know, what are we doing? What are we doing? And, and, you know, I I understand the the outrage and the sadness and uh, the horror of this situation. I mean, I think we all can understand it uh, by not being able to understand, you know, what gets into somebody's mind. But, you know, this is a multi faceted thing and we and we've talked about this multiple times yeah yeah there are some people that are going to focus purely on the gun and uh you know whether or not someone who's 18 years old right should be able to have access to an assault rifle i think most reasonable rational people would say no probably not although we're allowed to go to war at that age understand un i, I can understand that um but that is a sp- very specific weapon for a very specific purpose. Should it be in the hands of an 18-year-old kid, um, I would think most rational people would say, hey, listen, you know, your right to bear arms is one thing. Your right to bear all kinds of arms is another. Yeah. And I understand that argument. He had just turned 18, by the way, and had purchased the gun as sort of a birthday gift to himself. Right. But here's the other part of it. And, and every time... We bring this up. There's always people like, oh, you're 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 focusing away from the attention uh, of what is really going on here. But I don't think I am. Here's a kid who, as I understand it, as I'm reading this morning, was bullied through most of his childhood. Um, probably as a result, was experiencing some level of mental illness as a result of the bullying or family situation or whatever. But nevertheless. There's clearly a mental health issue going on here. And the important thing that we tend to not want to pay attention to is when a kid is in crisis, it is hard, real hard to get a kid the help that they need on a mental health uh, level. And the problem with that is there's not a lot of uh, mental health Therapists that are willing to see a kid at a you know before a certain age, well, which me, which means yeah. this kid gets no services, gets no help, and by the time he's eighteen, he may or may not or may not act out in a in a violent uh, you know, whether it's you know self violence or outward violence, uh, and and we we don't have the ability to get a lot of kids in trouble the help they need. You know, it's it's guns, it's mental health. Those are the two issues that everybody always focuses on. But you know what's what's his name? Chris Murphy is that the one that was uh, who was the one on the Senate floor yesterday? Uh, Chris Murphy. Chris Murphy. Uh, I don't really pay attention to these politicians because if somebody really wanted to do something about it, there's been enough times in the history of this government that one party or another has had full control of mm-hmm. everything, and I think they're all full of bullshiznit, if you will, when they say, we're going to do something about this, and then they don't do about it. But there's this other factor into this whole thing that it is it is mental health, and it is probably about guns, too. 
But it's also, what is the fascination with the revenge in this fashion in this country? He said it yesterday on the floor. This doesn't happen other places. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there are mass shootings other places. I, I mean, that's to say that there's no mass shootings any place else in the world would be false. But the frequency and the type is unique to this country. And it's really not something to be proud of. And I don't know what the issue is that it has to be this. There's plenty of people who have mental breakdowns in mm-hmm. other countries and they don't go crazy. I mean, they do, but they don't. It's You're not seeing this, you know, mass, uh, I'm going to kill everybody with a gun thing, This, especially school children. You know, I mean, like that's, there's some, there's a I'm, whole mix of everything going right. on here. I'm, I'm a big believer in that everything is connected to everything. Uh-huh. And... When you look at a situation like this and you wonder, well, why here in the United States? What is it that we're doing or not doing that's causing this? And that's exactly my question. Right. Why is it this fashion? Well, why is it this? Sure. You know. well, well, hear me out. One of the problems with mental health is, is that there are a lot of therapists that won't see a kid who's too young that may be acting out in a violent or 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 difficult way. I'm going to stop you on that one, though, before you go any further. It's not that they don't want to help. It's that there's not enough qualified people out there in order to take on these kids. Right. And why is that? I have no idea. I'll tell you one of the contributing factors to it. Insurance companies uh, reimburse mental health professionals based on what they do in their office. Only. But if you're working with kids to do it effectively, that same therapist has got to be able to talk to the parents, talk to the school. They're not reimbursed for those things. Right. So essentially, it makes it impossible for a mental health professional to do what they need to do to help this kid the most. Because the way the insurance industry works, they don't get reimbursed for those things. They're actually losing money. To go and do that, you say, well, it's, it shouldn't all be about money. No, it really is really all about money. It's a, it's, a, it's a bread and butter issue. That is connected to this, and this is connected to that. Yeah. And there are other factors along. I'm not just pointing you right. know, but, one that, or another, but, but, but that, it's, a, it's a multi-layered issue. But that's what I'm saying, though. You get all those factors in there. But again, what is this fascination with the mass, like the mass killing of people? I don't, I, I mean... Somebody uh, goes crazy sometimes. You, you know, they commit suicide, or and and they they you know the, the loss of hope and, and and everything else that goes along with that. And it's a dark place to be. And people, you know, unfortunately, take their lives sometimes. But they don't take out twenty other people with them. Sure. Well, that goes to the gun control issue in, in a way. I mean, allowing them to have access to a gun that can so easily kill so many people. Yeah. In one fell swoop is a bad idea, and but the I mean it, it is multi layered. I mean there's a lack of leniency in this country when it comes to kids. Also, there's the see something, say something, but even when somebody sees something and says something, then there has to be the next step of taking a measure against right. that person and somebody. And a lot of people won't take that extra step in, you know, assuming the responsibility that something might go wrong and imposing a sense of discipline. One of the, one of the things that we have a tendency to, to do, and it's a problem, 
is that we have a tendency to want to rationalize irrational thought. Mm -hmm. What goes on in the gunman's head to provoke this kind of action is not a rational thought. It's not the kind of thought where someone says, well, this happened and I'm going to kill my grandmother Mm. and 21 other people or 20 other people. There's no way to rationalize that. There's no way to get into that kid's head and say, what were they thinking? They're in a, in a, a mental health crisis that provokes this. Same thing with Sandy Hook. Same thing with Columbine. You can, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Troubled people with guns acting out in a violent way. What are we doing to prevent this? If taking guns away is the only solution you have... Then you're not addressing but, the reason why they're doing it. Listen, we're not the only country that allows people to have firearms. There are plenty of developed countries across the world that allow that, and they don't have this problem. I, I, I think that's what my. it's so hard for me to wrap my head around is, why is it this? Why is it this acting out? Mm-hmm. Why is it not, I'm standing at the top of a building ready to threaten my, to kill myself uh, and, you know, the, the fire department's waiting there for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why is it not that? Publicity. These things are publicized all the but time. It, but there's is 20, that... There's a 24-hour news cycle, so people have access to seeing these things occur all the time. But that yeah. happens all over the world. Yeah. And But what is it specifically about this particular country that this is the fashion in which people... Well, the other part of it is, you know, no disrespect to Senator Murphy. I mean, you know, Newtown is in his his district no disrespect to him at all but when politicians take situations like this and focus purely on the guns they make it about politics as much as they make it about the people who have lost but, their lives but the, but the other problem to that is you try to make legislation and then somebody shoves five other bills into this thing and then it gets de- mm-hmm. then it's dead because they know that's how it works We don't, you know, we can create all of these problems. We can create all of these arguments among guns and and, and what have you. But if you're not taking any proactive steps to actually do something about it and and sit there and then do what he did yesterday for clout, that's for clout. That's to show I do care. I really do care. Well, do you? Because you had all this time. You've had years of one party controlling the House and Senate throughout the whole thing, and nobody does a goddamn thing about it. And I'm really just tired of talking about these stories because it becomes like just part of the news. And it, it becomes, you know, another story that Dave does about a budget somewhere yeah. in, in, in towns. It doesn't, it's. We get desensitized. Yeah, to it. It, we do. Yeah. And it was politicized yesterday initially by certain people because it was an illegal immigrant that created the problem and acted out. And instead of Listen. instead of the initial reaction being, "My God, but, they're, horrible they're just, for the yeah. kids," I and mean, they're opportunists. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's six twenty-four. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock one hundred two. Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. By the way, uh, later on this morning, your yeah. chance at winning Thunderbird hockey tickets tonight is game two between the Thunderbirds and the Charlotte Checkers. So uh, we'll give away those tickets, and someone who's already won those tickets uh, this week gets uh, an upgrade. So yes. we'll let you know when, that, uh, when that's going to happen. Hopefully the T-Birds continue their streak against the Charlotte Checkers. They haven't lost to the Checkers at home this year. That's good news. Mm-hmm. And so uh, tomorrow we'll be talking to Tommy Cross when mm-hmm. they beat him tonight. Mm-hmm.
Can I buy twenty dollars for a hamburger at Checkers? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. an inside joke that, that we can't an, talk about. No, we can't. Yeah. You can't even tell anybody where the source I of that know. is because that would be horribly offensive. But I, it has very funny lines attached. Oh to my it. God, does it ever? I can guess. We got news, and it's coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Sunshine this morning, a cool, crisp start. Another beautiful day on the way with high temperatures. This- it's just about 631 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Well, the uh, top story here and elsewhere, of course, the situation in Texas, the death toll now at 19 children and two adults killed in a shooting at an elementary school about 80 miles outside of San Antonio in Uvalde, Texas, yesterday. The 18-year-old gunman, identified as Salvador Ramos, carried out his violent attack at Robb Elementary School. He earlier had shot and killed his grandmother. Ramos was then killed by responding officers. Meantime, in Springfield, about 1,700 early learners have already applied for preschool in Springfield. Officials project about 300 more will be enrolled in a full-day learning at the start of the upcoming school year. In addition, 30 teachers and paraprofessionals will be hired. If you're interested in Springfield Preschool, you can enroll at the Parent and Community Engagement Center on 91 School Street or online. And there's a link to that on many of our news source websites, including MassLive.com. Speaking of MassLive, I direct you now to one of the top stories on there about the new flagpole that was erected. Did you see the poll? Erected. I, yeah, he's erect. I was there. Not only that, I'm part of the news story. If you'll check out the top photograph on, I'm, on, on MassLive, on MassLive.com, about the brand new 85-foot flagpole installed on the hillside off Porter Lake Drive in a remote section of Forest Park, the mayor, Dom Sarno, presiding over a ceremonial flag raising yesterday. And if you look mm. in the background of the... Top photograph there. He's telling me a big fish story in the background. I had pedaled my bicycle over there. I don't know if you see me in the red shirt. Uh, I'm actually not to Mayor Sarno in the background. I'm not seeing it. No? No. I mean, and I'm looking. Oh, believe you me, I'm looking. Hmm. Uh, Maybe they've changed the photograph since our show started. Uh, Recently, the City Parks Department, in cooperation with Northern Tree Service... Charlie Arment Trucking and Hampton County Sheriff's Department clearing the brush from the hillside off Porter Lake Drive and erecting that 85-foot flagpole with a huge American flag in honor of our veterans. Charlie Arment uh, Trucking is the uh, the place that uh, got us the statue, the big man statue. Oh, yeah. That's them. That's, that's uh, them? That's them. Fantastic. Yeah. Good, uh, good, good crew of people are over there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, um, I'm, well, I'm going to do a Oh, uh, well, here it is search. right here. Here it is right here. See the picture there in the background? Oh, you're in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Look at you. It's, it's that picture there. Look, Mom, I'm on the newspaper. Yeah, and, and you see the mayor is sort of uh, using his hands in a, I once caught a fish this big, Dave. Is that what he said when he did? No, I can't. I mean, so uh, I won't say what the conversation was about. So let me let me ask you this. Yes. You, uh, you, you met. You, you talked to Sarno, right? Yes. You talked to him? Yes. And you shook his hand? Yes. And You've you met him before, that? right? What's that? You've met him before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I met him and at that baseball dinner. That's he, right. He just had COVID. Well, he, he he didn't actually have it, he said. He it was a precautionary measure, and he was wearing the mask, but he tested 
negative. That's well, I'm just trying to put, uh, you know, you come in here with a mm-hmm. sniffly nose and mm-hmm. uh, your voice is uh, a little off. Right. Uh, uh-huh. I'm thinking, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, maybe you got exposed. Uh, um, uh, there was other people there, weren't there? Yes, I, would, I was nowhere near anybody um, but you except for the mayor. <sighs> except for the mayor. Yes. All right, so so here I, so here I am. I'm doing a news search, and I've uh, and, and maybe I've, I'm doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. I've searched uh, Dom Sarno enormous pole, and I don't know if I'm getting yeah. the right uh, the right story. <laughs> ah, now I got it. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at you talking to the mayor. Yes. Wow, in the background. Yes, he he came up to me. I was just there on my bicycle. I was observing along with everyone else. I'll be damned. Uh, D. Riley is that her name? The 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 singer. Uh, okay, sure. She, she was there playing, uh, t- doing a, a little, um, what's that Lee Greenwood song? God bless the USA. God bless the USA. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure uh, Dee is a lovely lady. She was uh, great. Great uh, singer. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand that song. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not one of my favorites It's either. like, it's just, there's something about it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, I it was just, very apropos, though, for yeah. the, the well, honoring yeah, no, of it. Is. I mean, it is. Yes, it yes. fit the event. Yes. I'm not making fun of the event or whatever. I'm just, uh, that particular song really doesn't. Uh, yeah, I would prefer uh, Coming to America from Neil Diamond. Now, that's that's mm. an American classic right there. Yeah. We're far. We're coming yeah. to America. We're coming to America. That's, see, that's the one. See, I feel very patriotic when I hear that. I would have preferred James Brown. Is it Living in America? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. another one. Right? Yeah, that's another great one. Or maybe even uh, Gene Autry classic sung by the mayor himself. As Gene Autry would sing in his old singing cowboy days, I'm back in the saddle again. There you go. No, I'd I'd prefer, uh, I'd prefer uh, Coming to America. I think that's probably... Neil Diamond's yeah. well, uh, chef's kiss of all his music catalog <laughs> is is coming to America. I don't know about that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm, try, I'm trying to pull it up here, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know if I can. But I will say that the mayor was very pleased with all the talk yesterday on the show about uh-huh. him and all the jokes that Steve was laying down. At his expense. Yeah, he called me yesterday morning. And, he did uh, say that actually, and, and yes. thanked me yes. that uh, that uh, he had a he had a good laugh. I love the Jenga thing. He, he that me- was awesome. He mentioned that in particular as well. Yeah, yep. I think I think we have uh, some audio here. Ooh. Ooh, here it is. This is the got that like long drawn out. Yeah, let me see if I can skip uh, skip it. Oh, is that you or me? Yeah, playing? it's me. Oh, I thought it was me playing that. Yeah, here we go. Hey, here we go. Yeah. yeah. We've been traveling far. Ah. Our home. See, I don't remember. Right. Yeah. Oh. Free. Yeah. Only want to be free. Huddle close. Hang on to a dream. All right, I think we got enough. No, 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 no. We're having to get to the thing. The hook. On the boats and on the planes, they're coming to America. There you go. Never looking back again. They're coming to America. I remember this. This was like, uh, like in 1986, right? This was. Uh, it's from the uh, the film The Jazz Singer. Oh yeah. Yes. I remember. Um, what should we call it? Uh, they had that. Bicentennial celebration T 
10 years after the bicentennial. <laughs> yes. It was in 1986. They had this big thing at the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. and uh, right. and all that. Uh, we And we lived in that area, uh, like that New Jersey, New York metro area. Right. And it, I just remember it being bananas. Between that and then I think uh, Hands Across America was in that era sometime, I too. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. If you are traveling around... You better make sure you got a safe Hyundai. Is it Hyundai? It's Hyundai, Hyundai. like Sunday. Well, apparently there are exploding seatbelt parts. <sighs> Ouch. Hyundai recalling 239,000 of its cars. Been three injuries reported so far, two in the U.S. Government regulators saying the drivers and front passenger seatbelt pretensioners, the pretensioners, which tighten the belts in preparation for a crash, those pretensioners can explode upon deployment and send shrapnel throughout the vehicle. The, um, the recall includes Accents, Elantras, and Elantra HEVs. All right, so it's a recall, so you get that fixed and then it won't explode in your lap. Yes, apparently vehicle owners can bring their cars to Hyundai dealerships to mm-hmm. have the pretensioners fitted with a cap. Free of charge. I don't like the uh, the idea of a lap and an explosion. Right. I mean, like, there are certain explosions I don't mind, but yeah, you know, anything that, uh, that involves fire or any incendiary situation, mm-hmm. I'm all against. That's how you wind up with sloppy nuts, by the way. I don't know about that. <laughs> you, you are right about that. And by the way, people did catch on to the sloppy nuts nickname. Yeah, I noticed that. that. See? I knew it. I knew it. You got your hook now. A lot of comments on Facebook yesterday. Sloppy nuts coombs. Because I, I did post a, a picture of me with my bicycle and the mayor and the flagpole in the background, different than the one that was on MassLive.com, and then people were commenting about yesterday's show. Yeah. Listen, you dingbat sloppy nuts. Mm-hmm. You want me to run a flag up another pole? I will. <laughs> Uh, yes. The staff is at half mast, my friends. Mm, no, it was fully erect. And this this flagpole is enormous. It's wide, it's 85 feet tall, and it stands proudly at the end of Forest Lake. Go Park. on. <laughs> Dear Penthouse. I, I had to find the place, by the way. I'm, I usually cycle around the main circle of Forest Park, by oh, the yeah. way, and it's nowhere near that. I had to go out. Down past the, um, according to one of the guys who gave me uh, directions, past some of the synagogues. Okay, and yeah. then take a right to find this particular portion. Oh, so of the you park. went up the like the uh, the Trafton entrance. Yes, you didn't, you didn't yes. go. Okay, yes, yes, very good. Yes, that was that's that's the name that I remember now. But I did find it, and it was great, and it was a great ceremony yesterday. See, so. I used to live in that neighborhood. You did. That, that's how I would enter the park. Really? Yeah. Okay. Through the back door. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the fact that you have given this particular story so much time and credit. Well, it's an important story, especially as we near Memorial Day weekend, I think. Yeah, but I think uh, normally it would have been just overlooked and nobody would have even talked about it. But you were there. I was. You were, uh, you're like the Les Nessman of... Uh, <laughs> no. You know what he's doing? What? You don't even realize this. What am I and doing? you don't even know this guy. What am I doing? You're looking at the next Ray Herschel. Yes, that's a Ray Herschel You're a Ray type Herschel. story. You got me swinging. I don't See? know. Ray See? Herschel was a veteran newsman, an uh-huh. institution. Yeah. Well, he, he's never been committed to an institution. Okay, but Ray Herschel is, uh, you know, 
Yeah, how many years ago did Ray retire? Five years Five ago? Five years ago. Five years yeah. ago. Hmm. Total institution here in Western Massachusetts. Right. And that's the kind of story that Ray Herschel would have knocked right out of the park. A- am I to take this as a compliment? Then? It is yes. a compliment. Yes. <laughs> Total he, compliment. Is, uh, he was a legend. No he one. He is a legend. <laughs> no one. And I may be the first one to ever put these words together, but right. just listen, listen to me carefully. Mm-hmm. No one has ever said... I dislike Ray Herschel. Okay. Yeah. Now, no one. That's good Good to hear. Now, as much of an icon as Barry Krieger is, there are plenty of people out there who have said, or Barry Krieger, yeah. <laughs> well, if you recall, I did talk about this story yesterday as I, I touted the thing that was going to happen. Yeah. Yep, and I said, you know, I might pedal over there and check that out. Mm-hmm. And so a few of the comments were, "Wow, sloppy nuts." Yeah, you, 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 See? you really See? Did, you told the truth yesterday this, on the show. This is a way you mm-hmm. grab this community by the lapels and slap them around a sure. bit and say, yep. "Listen, sloppy nuts is in town." Exactly. And I'm here to stay. And I'll be showing up at the Springfield Thunderbirds games down the stretch, There too. you go. 643 with back Steve and Dave. We've got a standoff at McDonald's to talk about. Coming up in the Mass Hat next on Rock 102. Rock 102 and Tommy Carr. It's 651 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be uh, beautiful again out today. Sunny and a high of 75. And uh, tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 72. It's 48 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah. Rock 102 and Nor'easter Organic Life want to send you to see Paul McCartney at Fenway Park June 7th. All you need to do is tune in all week long to Rock 102 and listen for the five famous Pauls that are played throughout the day. On Friday, uh, this week, uh, the 27th, uh, we'll open up the phones and the first caller to identify all five famous Pauls wins. One winner will get a pair of tickets to the show and $102 cash card. It's your chance to see Paul McCartney at Fenway, brought to you by Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Go see Brett he knows grow and rock 102 springfield's classic rock i will say this we got a little creative with the famous pauls actually the one that i thought would be the most difficult uh i saw somebody online already uh, identify it. really yeah i thought that was very very strange some are real pauls i'll say one was a fictitious paul is that the one that somebody identified or do you, are you thinking about uh, uh, don't give away the Yeah, don't don't give any clues. Let these people figure it out. All right, these are smart people listening to the show. I agree, both of them. Well, okay, (laughs) the two remaining smart people are still listening, and everybody else is listening too. But I think uh, they'll be able to figure it out. We'll have a winner. on Friday. All right, what do we got, Sloppy Nuts? Six fifty-two. We got. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Oh, before you before you start, mm-hmm. we got the Ray Herschel of mass hattery right here. There you go. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, got a couple of uh, stories at fast food icons to talk about. Okay. One, a standoff at a McDonald's. Yes. Where an angry customer blockaded a McD's drive-thru for two hours. 55-year-old Stuart Yates removed, uh, refused to move his car from the drive-thru after a stalemate over a refund for a sausage and egg McMuffin. So he parked his car, blocking any cars behind him from getting past or from leaving. Happened 9.30 in the morning. He had ordered two McMuffins off the breakfast menu for he and his son and was asked for staff to wait 
pull up and wait. You know, like that happens sometimes. They can't get it to you right away at the drive through right. window, so you're asked to pull up slightly. And you pull up to the space over there, and we'll yes. bring out your food. Yes. And this guy didn't want that. No. He wanted his egg, egg and muffin right away. He claims that when he told staff that, he waited for over 15 minutes. And he said it's happened to him okay. before. It's, it's, they said it's happened to him before. By the way, he got a refund before, so he wanted his refund because the wait was too long. You know, there ain't nothing in this world that's going to make me wait more than five minutes at a fast food restaurant for food that should have been out right ten minutes ago. Sure. sure. The only thing, I mean, this happened to me once, and I think I told you this story. I was coming back from a Dave Matthews concert, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I had smoked weed all night long. Okay. And it's, it's a prerequisite and it for finally, a Dave you know, It finally wore off. Mm-hmm. You know, We stopped probably like two hours before the show ended. And uh, it finally, you know, we enjoyed the buzz, wore it off. And then after I, I uh, dropped my friends off, I'm like, I'm super hungry. And you know what? That Ludlow McDonald's is open. Because we're right by the pike. Sure. We might as well go there. Been there. So I, uh, it was like, I don't know, 10 minutes to 12, and I think they closed at 12 at this particular time. This is going pre-COVID. Sure. And they closed at midnight. And uh, I order uh, fries, and I get up to the window, and they're like, "Uh, could you move up? As if there were people behind me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll move up. And I waited. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. It's like ten minutes, like this, right? Right. So they probably had a you know fry, brand yeah. new fries for you. And then all of a sudden, all of the lights go off in the restaurants. Oh yeah. Are you kidding it's me? All the outdoor lights, uh-huh. everything gets shut down. They're closed. Nagel's They're here. Closing. Nagel's here. And they already took your money by this point. They did take my money, and yeah. that's the you know this. I mean, I guess I could wait and go back the next day, but who has time to do that for? Two dollars and thirty nine cents, and I back up to the window. Yes, and I stop pounding on the door, and I said, "Open up the door, bitches!" It's Uba Gooba with the green teeth. Where are my French fries? And, and I can see yeah. the bag with the fries in it right there. Yep. Wow. And, and did you get them? Eventually, she, she. I think she was scared. Mm-hmm. I, she completely forgot. That I was sitting there, yep. or somebody else forgot that I was sitting there. Did you demand to talk to Mayor McCheese? No, I didn't. Uh, his head was blown off in a horrible, uh, horrible accident. Stop it. Anyway, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I they eventually gave me the fries, but I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And my situational awareness confused me. I'm like. Did I even order the fries? Because <laughs> like, you were so I, high. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, yeah. well, at least you didn't cause some sort of standoff at that uh, McDonald's. Or you didn't drive into it with your car like this guy did in Charleston, West Virginia, where things went wrong at a Dairy Queen. 40-year-old Casey Oxley intentionally drove his SUV into a Dairy Queen at full speed. There's footage, by the way, happened at 7.30 Saturday night, and it looks like from the security cam footage, it looks like he speeds up in his Kia Soul in order to smash into the Dairy Queen at that location. Now, How much damage uh, can you do to a Dairy Queen with well, a Kia Soul? <laughs> good point. <laughs> it did him a favor. That's why yeah. he sped up. Yeah. The dining room had just been remodeled and hadn't reopened yet. So no customers were inside, but they're going to have to remodel again because he did a lot of damage to this place. 
facing five, I mean, counts, uh, five uh, counts of attempted malicious wounding. I can see being adamant about wanting to get your uh, your sausage and egg McMuffin. Yes. Those are delicious sandwiches. Sure. I'm not so sure I have enough anger towards a Dairy Queen to drive my vehicle through it. I don't know. The drumstick blizzards are pretty good. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I listen, it's no, it's nothing against Dairy Queen, mm. but there's other places I could go to get a frozen dairy treat. Sure. Mm. That's all I'm saying. You could buy local. Yeah. Now, one time I'm in... Uh, I'm in uh, Florida, uh, and I'm in a d- line for Dairy Queen, and I had uh, you know a lot of excess weight on me at the time. I was in this line for the Dairy Queen, and I sure. pull up, uh, and I'm and by the way, I'm driving uh, this giant van that was the only car they had left. Mm-hmm. I'm driving a 15 passenger van. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like the church van all over Southwest Florida, you know. Sure. Uh, but anyway, I'm in line at the Dairy Queen, and it's taking a little extra time, but nothing that I would be, you know, upset about. It's just it was a busy night and mm-hmm. pandemic and, you know, all this other stuff. So I finally get up to the window, and the guy says to me, I'm taking 15% off because of your weight. And I said, <laughs> excuse me? Wow. And I'm thinking... And I said, what does my size have to do with this? And he goes, no, sir, you're waiting in line. I'm sorry that it took so long. (laughs) I'm taking 15% off. And I'm like, oh, you are such a nice guy. Thank you. I thought you were making fun of me because I'm fat and I ordered the triple blizzard with the drumsticks. I'm sure he's used to seeing fat people in line at that place. I'm sure he is. It's 6.59 with back Stephen Dave. we got the 102-second sports coming up next. A major lawsuit against a golfing icon. And it's not Tiger Woods. We'll get to it next in Rock 102. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It's 7.02 on Rock 102. Highs in the mid-70s today, 75 or so. Lots of sunshine and clouds. Pretty much the same for tomorrow. Later in the week, we might get a little rain. The weather brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Playoff hockey in the AHL continuing tonight at 7.05 at the Mass Mutual Center. Your Springfield Thunderbirds going up against Charlotte again. Game two, the T-Birds lead one game to none. NHL play, Edmonton over Calgary 5-3. The Oilers go up 3-1 in that series. And the Rangers over Carolina 4-1 to even their series with the Canes at two games apiece. In basketball. Celtics Heat, Game 5 tonight in Miami. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Also last night in NBA playoff action, Dallas over Golden State, 119-109. to The Mavs still trail three games to one, probably too late. Baseball, the Red Sox over the White Sox, 16-3. to That's six straight wins for your Boston Red Sox, taking on the White Sox again tonight on the road. And legendary golfer Jack Nicklaus being sued by Nicklaus Companies which says it paid the 18-time major champion $145 million back in 2007 for exclusive rights to his golf course design services and marketing, alleging that Nicholas, who's 82 now, has diverted opportunities away from the company that bears his name for his own personal benefit. The Golden Bear was asked about the legitimacy of the allegations. I don't- 
That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, a former Denver Bronco gets into a skirmish. Bax has the details in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Picked fresh. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, whenever I travel, I'm always careful to mind my business. Take off my shoes, graciously accept an occasional pat-down, wanding, or cavity search from TSA agents, and enjoy the remainder of my flight to my chosen destination. I'm not the sort of passenger that's going to cause problems. I mind my business and comply to all the inconvenient regulations that have been designed to ensure my safety from the terrorists who are crawling out of the woodwork at every airport in this country. What I, what I have yet to experience is getting involved in a fistfight with a former NFL player at the baggage check-in. According to reports, former Denver Broncos receiver Brandon Langley was arrested late last week at the Liberty International Airport in Newark, New Jersey after getting into a fistfight with the United Airlines employee. In video that was posted this weekend on social media, an argument began between Langley and this employee that resulted in Langley getting arrested and the employee getting terminated by the airline. In the video, you see Langley taking a number of swings at the United employee who bobs and weaves and plays the Muhammad Ali-style rope-a-dope against a ticketing kiosk. Finally, Langley lands a couple of shots until a guy trips over some luggage and goes down like a bag of wet slop. He gets back, squares up against Brandon Langley, and gets in a shot or two before the video sadly ends. Now, if you're like me, you've probably already asked yourself, who the hell is Brandon Langley and what caused the fight? Brandon Langley is listed as having played for the Denver Broncos without accumulating a single statistic achievement. No games played, no receptions, zero yards. He has not fared any better in the Canadian Football League either. And yet, five years after he was drafted in the third round out of Lamar College, he's finally being recognized for something athletic. Even if that means getting involved in a fistfight with a soon-to-be former employee of United Airlines. Everyone's entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Brandon Langley just got his. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You think a great lawn just happens? It might. Or you can go to Rocky's for Scott's four-step and get all the stuff you need to make your lawn look terrific. Good people, lawn and garden people, and rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 712 and Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Stephen Tyler sounds great there. Just saying. <laughs> that was 18 years ago. Well, uh, he's not having uh, codeine soup this morning. He's, no, he's, yeah. he's not. He's, uh, <laughs> he's apparently on, in rehab. Yeah. Uh, he had a foot surgery, probably had some pain meds. That didn't go very well, as yep. it does for so many other people. Right. He's in a uh, treatment program for a, uh, a drug relapse. And so. so so Aerosmith had to cancel a bunch of shows out in Vegas. They're doing that residency out in Vegas. But but they're going to be back, supposedly. He'll, be, he'll, you know, he'll get through it. He'll be, he'll be, uh, yep. he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I always uh, appreciated the drug-addled Aerosmith more than the sober Aerosmith. That's my own my own feeling. Well, and Steven Tyler probably used to telling lies about his addiction to some of these drugs. And I have here the most common lies that people tell their partners, according to a new survey from Capital One. Aren't they the ones that employ, what's her name there, as the spokesperson? 
Uh, well, it was, it, 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 that was uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, him. But then the, the actress that's got the big forehead. I for, always forget her name there. The big foreheaded actress. Yeah, she was the hooker in the Leo DiCaprio movie uh, Catch Me If You Can. Angela Lansbury. No, not Angela Lansbury. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, why can't I Murder, think of her name? She wrote. In any case. <laughs> Let's see where you guys come down on some of these common lies that people tell their partners. Yes. Uh, Claiming something cost less than it did. You ever do that before? Uh, Is it like a gift? If, if, if like, you you give a gift, oh, this is too expensive. Oh, no, no, it wasn't expensive at all. Or something you've purchased for the house. Maybe say you buy a beautiful, what's the big green egg you were thinking about buying there? Isn't that one of those things there? Yeah, it's called the, the big green egg. Yes, that one. Like, say you spent a certain amount of money, but you kind of waffled on the price. Oh, yeah, I got that for, you know, $89. But, you know, you can make waffles in the big green egg, and that's yeah. that's okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I don't I don't, uh, I don't necessarily go and make a big purchase without some input, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ahead of time. Because I'm not going to show up at the house with a $1,000 item and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know not, let, uh, not give a heads up. I'm pretty honest about it. I agree. Like, uh, listen, I spent eight ninety nine on this piece of jewelry, and it came in two days from Amazon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. You could right. be seen as a smart saver there too. Yeah, you yeah, could. could be uh, getting some credit for that. I, if, I, I, if I've ever asked what a pr- what the price is, mm-hmm. I, I my problem is I'm so numerically deficient mm-hmm. yeah. that if I don't tell you what the price is, it's usually because I can't remember <laughs> what the price was. Gotcha. Here's another one, another lie that we tell our significant others. We pretend to like their cooking. Yes or no? Actually, I like my wife's cooking. Yeah, I never I never had an issue with that. Why don't I see you being yeah. as like a straight shooter anyway, Steve? I don't see I don't see you as being a guy who's going to lie about anything, really. I mean, you Oh, I I lie to myself every day. Well, yourself is one I thing. I was like, I'm going to this great job I got to work at with these two rubes. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I love coming here every day. <laughs> Every day, you shouldn't talk about Pat Kelly and Dan no, Williams that way. I, I'm very open. I'm I'm very I'm not. Uh, I I think lying about something like that causes other issues later on. Mm-hmm. If you're lying about something so small and so minuscule, I know you don't want to hurt the other person, right? But just you, you got to be honest and say eh, it's not really my cup of tea. I had a girlfriend one time. The opposite. She put on a big party for some friends, some of my closest friends she was meeting for the first time, and she bragged that she had made the cake. Mm-hmm. She had bought the cake from a grocery store. She, oh, yeah, I made this cake here. She, she wasn't just, like, joking about no, it? Like, no. oh, I spent all day making no. it? No. No? No. Oh, I uh, I did that. Uh, <laughs> I, I did it as a joke because they knew I couldn't bake. Sure. And it was at one of these Rick's Place meetings where we had one of these family... <laughs> parties and they were like hey bring something uh you know we'd have like these potluck suppers and bring something that you know the person that you remember or remembering uh would have made or remind you of them and uh you know i was like wow i should i should cook these great chocolate chip cookies that my wife used to make but i don't know the recipe and i'm not very good at baking so i went to uh the big y or Mm -hmm. stop and shop and got the big tub of cookies (laughs) and then put them on a plastic plate to make it look like i baked them all by myself yeah that's kind of a problem with that yeah yeah but it was more of a joke as opposed to a lie Mm. how about uh secretly or not secretly telling them they look great when they don't like just flat out oh you look 
great, honey, or that dress looks great. I, I, no, I, I usually tell people what's going on with them because really, I wouldn't want me to go out, uh, you know, with like a wrinkled pant or mm. uh, something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, but I would never say anything insulting either. Yeah. Right. You can it, tell them straight, but put it softly enough that they can internalize it. The correct answer, mm-hmm. if uh, you know, they say, "Oh, how do I look?" and they don't look good, the first thing out of your mouth should be. Hold on, let me get my protective headgear. That that should be the first thing out of your mouth. Yeah, because you can't win either way. I don't no, think you really. Can't. You can't. That's why uh, if you are truly in love, they look good no matter what's going on. Here's a good one. Not these are again the lies that people tell their partners, according to a survey from Capital One. Not coming clean about the number of previous lovers. Um, Has that come up before? Uh, yeah, and actually, I was honest. Me too. Yeah, just recently, actually, just recently, we had the yeah. same number. By the way, twenty thousand, like uh, Wilt Chamberlain, slightly less. Really, <laughs> slightly less. Nineteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, nineteen five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good round number. Yeah, it was it was great when we came out with the same exact number. By the way, I thought that was pretty good. But uh, well, I mean, but, but those are the conversations that like. Yeah, this isn't like something you just get right off the bat. These are like conversations you have a little bit later, probably. Yes, sure. I- yeah. I- I- well, in a relationship. Well, in this case, so. we've been seeing each other for like two months now. So, but you've had that conversation. Yeah, we did. It, and wow. it came It came up naturally, and then. Did she say, Dave, your four fingers and a thumb don't count as a partner? <laughs> I had now, to, let me ask you this. I had to use other digits. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there right. you go. Just so, kidding. Just so kidding. Here, so here's the honest question. Yes. Who answered it first? Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, I said I I threw my number out there first. Okay, and then she said, "Same for me." Yeah, see, that's they they again. What they're doing, Nick, you could always make the case yeah. that what they were trolling for was a number. <laughs> Didn't you could have you could have doubled the number, right? and she would have said. Yeah. Hey, that's my number too. You think? Well, because she doesn't want you to know the actual number. Yeah. But, but the problem, I think, what what it really comes down to, and this is the kind of person that I am, I don't really want to know. I don't want to know that information. Well, I because think it depends what the number is. No, I don't think it does because people have their own lives and they've lived their own lives all their life without you mm-hmm. until you start dating them. Why do you need to know that info? Why do you want to know that information? Mm. Um. See, I, to and me, if people are going to lie about it, what's the point of asking anyway? As I've told you before, I'm not a particularly jealous guy. Yeah, at all. I've met a bunch of my wife's former boyfriends. Some mm-hmm. of them are now uh, Facebook friends. Okay, and that's fine. I got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not jealous about anybody they've been with before because mm-hmm. right now she's got the biggest prize that she could ever possibly <laughs> she, imagine. She does. Well, I, I mean, why yeah. Why would sure. she be looking anywhere else? <laughs> right. True. I mean, am I right? Am I right? You're right. Am You're I right? absolutely right. There's I'm no reason to be. Catch. Yeah, the, the whole idea, I think some people actually like you to be jealous. They want you to be jealous. They yeah. want you to be, drive yourself nuts. Yeah, but jealous. But it's not worth it because that person is with you, so you shouldn't have to worry about other things. Right. Manipulating someone into jealousy, yeah. to me, says there's a big red flag yes. in that relationship to begin with. For sure. Absolutely. And, and to put somebody through that... I think says again more about you than it does about the person you're trying to make jealous. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that should never be put to the test. Well, and you hit on one of the other lies there, and there's about 15 of them here. Maybe we'll post it. I'm not going through them all, but one of them is having a secret crush on their best friend, having a secret crush on that person. No, nope. do you lie about that? I've never had a, a secret crush on any of her best friends. Mm-hmm. 
I've had a, Le- I've had a secret crush on you, Bex. Have you really? Yeah. Well, I can't blame you. Oh, well, you're, yeah. He's a swarthy, good-looking guy. Hey, I listen, get it. Absolutely, Lots absolutely. more hair than you. Oh, wait. I'm not supposed to insult your baldness. It was it was one line you said years ago that really got me, uh, oil me down like a, a, a <laughs> cabana, something Armenian cabana boy or something. Whatever you said. You said something, and I'm like, wow, that's actually not a bad picture in my head. It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> no, it's, no, it wasn't that. I have no, no recollection it, of saying that. Yeah, it was years ago. Yeah. And it, was, it was funny how people remember certain things that come out of people's mouths uh well, all right well let's turn the tables yes here. what's the biggest lie you've been told that you later found out uh well i i talked about the one with saying she baked something that she didn't but then the one girl another girlfriend i said had dysmorphia i think i've told this story on the air she was skinny as a rail Thought she was fat. But th- thought she was fat. Yeah. And then there were pictures of her on her Facebook page later after the relationship was over, posing next to the beach on the shore there when the shoreline didn't match up with the water. It was yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. she had doctored the photographs. Right. Like, thank God I'm out of that relationship. Very poorly, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you ever been lied to anything about Girls well, che- cheating, by the way, cheating, by the way, I was lied about that, lied to about that. Well, yeah. two, different oca- been, uh, two different occasions. Listen, um, you're not going to get the honesty when it comes to the cheating. Part. Right. Uh, I promise to honor and obey. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that was that, that was that one thing. Yeah, that was that one that thing. Said. Well, that's two didn't, things. Didn't actually. work. Didn't work out on either front. Uh, I was lied to about who, like, it was it was it had to do with snow removal. And, uh, you know, this driveway was impeccably clean. And uh, I was told that this driveway <laughs> was done by this person. Right. And uh, she was like, oh, my back hurts. I, I've done it. And then I, I found out that there was another guy coming over and, and cleaning. Plowing her? And pl- Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't just plowing the driveway, hey, if oh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, there you uh, go. But it was like, really? Like, what? You, you like. You know, and, and, and it would. And if I were to confront that person about that. It would the argument would be, well, nothing was going on. I'm like, but that's not the point. The point is that you lied about something so little. <laughs> like, what else have you lied about? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of person you expose yourself as. Uh, the one lie about the cheating, by the way, with yeah. me uh, happened um, obviously a lot of times, but one time in the breezeway uh, of our house, guy comes over with his wife. And the guy meets my girlfriend in the breezeway and has his hands wrapped around her ass. Oh. And even my buddy's like, oh, hey, the big guy's going in for a grab on your wow. on your woman there. So he witnessed it. They denied the whole thing. I'm they like, denied it all. Yep. Interesting. Yes. What so. a lying bitch. It's uh, 724 <laughs> with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Jeez. Doors on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one time and saw Jim Morrison's Boy Scout uniform. Worth the trip, by oh, the way, yeah. just to see that alone. I went to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you know it closes at six at night mm-hmm. and we had traffic issues, so we got there at five forty-five. Saw the entire thing in fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, th- there's not a that lot. That's a great show. Uh, every every yeah. exhibit, we ran, you start at the top of the building, and yeah. you ran all the way down the stairs, and yeah. you saw everything they had. Did you see the Pink Floyd, the wall exhibit? Was that there when you were there? Because there's an actual, it's like a brick by brick, they got the whole white. 
Brick wall there. Um, I think we were there for a Grateful Dead exhibit. Oh. No, we weren't there for that because that's the okay. last thing I'd want to see. <laughs> but that was like the main uh, traveling exhibits, a bunch of Grateful Dead stuff. We, I, I hightailed it through that pretty fast. Yeah. You ever been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Steve, or not? No. No, I've never been. Uh, I've been to the Guggenheim. You have? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. That's a nice, nice museum. Mm. That's uh, the, one, it's the circular thing there, right? Like, like well, a, that's what it reminded me of when you were yeah. talking about the yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. The Guggenheim is, uh, we called it the house that was never built because like, he had all this like, architecture and they had all the models out right. and it just said never built, never built. I'm like, well, what was so great about this guy? He never built anything. No, he, he built a couple of things. A couple of things, yeah. but all of the things that he designed were never uh, really finished or had came, come to fruition. Who the hell does this Guggenheim think he is? I don't know. He's got a lot of nerve. He does. <laughs> it's 731. News is next The Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 734. With back Steve and Dave on Rock 102, it's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Home's Memorial Day sale all month long. Get $1,400 off, plus free safety bars and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Well, the big story out of Uvalde, Texas, about 80 miles outside of San Antonio. Death toll now at 19 children and two adults killed in a shooting at an elementary school there yesterday. The 18-year-old gunman identified as Salvador Ramos, carried out his violent attack at Uvalde, Texas's Robb Elementary School, and earlier had shot and killed his grandmother. Ramos was then killed by responding officers. Meantime, the regional trash incinerator, Bondi's Island, gone. <coughs> Permanently decommissioned as of yesterday afternoon, according to a report here. Where's all our bodily waste going to go? It's going to go to Connecticut. It's not bodily waste, isn't it? The incinerator is the thing for the trash. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. So our bodily waste is still going to stay here local. Yeah, pretty much. That's yes. good news. The decommissioning of the trash incinerator, which had been functioning for 30 years at Bondi's Island in Agawam, mm -hmm. making air cleaner for all, by the way, but leaving some with higher bills for the disposal of their solid waste, and thus the closing of the facility, the bankruptcy sale last month, and the changing of the hands to move this trash to Connecticut. Incinerators there will be doing the work that Bondi's Island once used to do. Your trash ain't nothing but cash. All right, Steve Miller. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, but your cash ain't nothing but trash? Yeah, but you see what I did there? Oh, you took some creative license yes. to make a point. Yes. Oh, my mistakes. Yes. Yeah, nicely done. I'm oh. like the Weird Al Yankovic of news stories. Or, in this case, Steve Miller. Because that was his song. Yes, but the, yes, the Weird but, Al Yankovic being the yeah. uh, change in the words. Right. Up. I got you. One of the municipalities facing higher trash disposal costs, the city of Greenfield, according to this report. Greenfield officials earlier this month saying prices for trash bag stickers for its residential collection program would increase by 50 cents. From three bucks God, for a 33-gallon bag. Those stickers are on every building in Greenfield just waiting to be thrown out. Hmm. I mean, with that kind of increase, it almost makes Greenfield uh, sound like a place you wouldn't want to be. I wonder if they're like forever stamps, though. Like the 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 sticker you bought at a dollar, mm. and now the thing goes up to a dollar fifty. Do they still honor the dollar ones? I don't think they promised that back in the day. I don't think they ever had forever stickers. I don't know, like forever stamps. It'll get you one way or another. The new flagpole. At Forest Park is forever. Yesterday, it was commemorated. Mayor Dom Sarno presiding over the ceremonial flag raising. 
The City Parks Department, cooperating with Northern Tree Service, Charlie Arment Trucking, and Hampton County Sheriff's Department officials clearing the brush from the hillside off Porter Lake Drive and erecting that 80-foot 85-foot flagpole with a huge American flag honoring our veterans. I was there yesterday for the ceremony. It was great. Very touching, very moving. And by the way, the mayor thanked us for making fun of him yesterday. Mm. He loves that. He loves that. Well, he loves uh, when we bust chops. Yes. I believe that probably was the exact words he said to you, right? He did. Yeah. I like when we bust chops. He especially loved the joke about Stonehenge that you threw down. Yes, he he, uh, expressed that to me. (laughs) So hopefully we can get him on the show again soon. You know that Alexander Graham Bell invented the very first telephone, and there were missed messages for Dom Dom on there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize he'd been around that long. (laughs) Oh, I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna quote Gene Autry, I might as well quote Johnny Cash too. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. And as long as we're doing Springfield news, about 1,700 early learners have already applied for preschool in Springfield. I got a bear rug on my floor. Now the bear is alive. It's just afraid to move. <laughs> I wonder if they got pictures of him on that bear rug like Burt Reynolds back in the day. I don't think he. I don't think the the mayor has to pose semi nude to get people's attention. You know, I once invented the total gym. Really? Because I tried to lift my member one day and realized I'd have to work up to that weight. <laughs> You're making the mayor late for work this morning. He's probably tuned into this like he does all the time. Well, good for him. Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> We're never done, Dave. Just keep going. <laughs> I was talking about preschool in Springfield. It's going to be happening for the upcoming school year. And- Helen Keller's favorite color was Maya Dom Dom. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I wonder how she. I wonder how she saw that color. By the way, <laughs> you probably didn't see it very well. One time, I gave an uppercut to a zebra, thus creating the giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. (laughs) The preschool in Springfield, by the way, will include 30 new teachers and paraprofessionals that will be hired. So jobs come into Springfield as the result of the new preschool operation. People, by the way, can enroll at the Parent and Community Engagement Center on 91 School Street or online if you'd like your kid to be preschooled in Springfield. Now, listen, kids, you're going to be using computers. Now, all the keyboards look the same except for mine. Because it doesn't have a control key, because I am always in control. (laughs) You listen to me, (laughs) you little dingbats. Well, he's probably coming down hard on the Springfield man arrested yesterday on a charge of fentanyl distribution. One Christian Camacho, 25 years old, according to 22 News, charged with one count of possession with intent to distribute 40 grams or more of fentanyl. The charge of possession with intent... To distribute that much fentanyl provides for a sentence of up to 40 years in prison. Ooh, not so macho for Camacho. That's right. You know, I once challenged Superman to a competition. The loser had to wear his underwear on the outside of his (laughs) pants. (laughs) That was my very first Halloween costume, by the way. My mom homemade homemade that Superman outfit. Really? Well, yeah. now we know who the winner is in yesterday's flag raising, don't we, Dave? <laughs> the fruit of the looms are outside your tights? In Northampton, 
Wayne Fiden's long tenure as the city's planning and sustainability director coming to a close June 30th. He'll retire. Did he, did he plan for this? Yes. Was this a sustained idea? Yes. He's been looking forward to retirement for a while. He's been with the planning department since 1989, including the past 25 years as the director. Good God. His accomplishments in Northampton include increasing city-owned paved shared-use bicycle paths to 12 miles and transforming the city's 1972 master plan, also emphasizing suburban and strip development to the sustainable Northampton plan, which Very focuses nice. on walkable, bikeable, and sustainable development. Congratulations to Mr. Fiden on a long and glorious career, and we wish him well in his upcoming retirement. Good for him. By the way, I got 3,399 days left to go before I can uh, retire at the age of 65. And what have your accomplishments been to this point, Bash? I have none. I have none to show. I have uh, none to purport. Oh, you're a Radio Hall of Famer. What are you talking about? That's right. Yeah, but it, it, you know, that and a dollar get you on a bus. <laughs> really. I'd be remiss if I didn't do the story about the recalled Hyundai car parts, seat belts that can explode. Have caused three injuries so far, two of them in the U.S. So if you've got a, an accent, an Elantra, or an Elantra HEV, you might want to take it back to the dealership to have the pretensioners in the seat belts fitted with a cap free of charge so they can't explode in your lap. I would strongly recommend that if you drive to your nearest Hyundai dealer to mm -hmm. get this thing fixed, yep. that you wear your seatbelt yeah. even in spite of the danger. Yeah, they won't explode in your lap. They'll bust a cap in your ass. Ooh, See? Yeah, yeah. I suppose if you're wearing it backwards. Yeah. I don't know how that would work exactly. No, the cap of the oh, seatbelt gotcha. that you just mentioned. Yeah. It's 742 with back Steve and Dave. We're going to have great weather today, and we're going to have some great audio coming up, and now we'll hear this in a couple of minutes. You know how the Grand Canyon was made, Dave? How was that, Mayor? The Colorado River got in my way, so I buried it. <laughs> <laughs> So many accomplishments for our fine mayor of yeah, Springfield. That's the truth. Hard to count I'll all. never have a heart attack. My heart isn't stupid enough to attack me. <laughs> <laughs> now hear this coming up on Rock 102. Welcome back to camping season with huge savings at all on Rock 102. Beautiful day today. High uh, sunny and a high of 75. Tomorrow more of the same with a high of 72. 51 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you miss any uh, part of the uh, the Back Steve and Sloppy Nut show, check out uh, the daily <laughs> podcast on rock102.com. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. That way you can uh, listen to the show when you damn well feel like it on your mobile device and your smart speaker. What have you. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. This week, my guest is R. Stevie Moore, one of the most prolific uh, songwriters uh, in, of all time. 400 albums, double albums uh, in his career where he plays every instrument, writes nearly every song. An amazing, amazing talent. And you'll be able to hear that uh, interview on rock102.com. R. Stevie Moore, very, very cool. 749 with... Back, Steven. Yeah, sloppy nuts. <laughs> well, it's either that, yeah, or your next uh, your your next moniker will be the Ray Herschel of Mass Hattery. It's one of the two. And also of our next segment. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with Back, Steve, and Dave in the morning. Clip number one. It wait a minute. It's the morning. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> that happened. Well, it could be afternoon or night if you're listening to the podcast. Sure. Good point. Clip number one. James Corden on his show last night, kind of catching up with some stuff that we already knew. It's the end of an era. Yesterday, officials in New York held a ceremony to remove the last public payphone. The last payphone. Where are people supposed to masturbate in Times Square now? I didn't realize that's what they were being used for. (laughs) Well, the last time I saw somebody doing it in public, they were sitting by a bank of payphones. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hampshire Mall is one of the reasons why people don't go there anymore. Do we have any payphones here in Western Mass? Left? Anywhere? Usable ones? I don't believe so. Uh, I did see one. You know, of course, now it's going back 10 years ago. Was the right? last time I saw yeah, one. Right. It was in Westfield. It was in a little plaza by the uh, Tung Sing Dragon. But but now it's gone. Yeah. So I, think the, I actually think they're knocking the building down. But, <laughs> but not because of the payphone. No. No. You know, I was, uh, I was at a payphone uh, trying to call home. All of my change I spent on you. I see what you're trying to do there. I believe Adam uh, Levine wrote that uh, in such modern times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. he's really dialed in. Yeah, he really is. (laughs) Clip number two from Khloe Kardashian, something that Steve covered in his Hollywood trash Mm -hmm. that you either heard earlier or you're going to be hearing coming up in the 9 o'clock hour or maybe on our podcast. Khloe Kardashian, sick and tired of all the rumors about her. She says she's only had a nose job, no other surgical procedures, and she's fed up with all the rumors in general. Why do people think, I just couldn't figure out why people thought that. I've had one nose job that I love. It's like, the OJ's my dad, like. But that's so old. But that's my point, like, boom, boom. You guys like come up with a new thing, (laughs) I get it. Fed up with all the rumors. Which, by the way, her family feeds off of, I might add. That's how they've made their millions. Am I not right? Well, I mean, it's one of the ways they've made their millions. That sex tape was another way they made the millions. Well, that was the spearhead of pretty much everything. That video with Ray J. Yeah. Yeah. That's how she got famous. Sure, Kim must have something to say. Uh, n- no. <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh my God! The last time I had a nose job was when Ray J gave me a frosty walrus, and that's yeah. Sex see, there you, you go. Purchase on Newport for thirty nine ninety five. Now frosty, we're talking frosty yeah. walrus. Never had the backwards hanky before. No, <laughs> can't say I have. <laughs> Clip number three: the Sarah Jessica Barker. Mm-mm. Looking forward to one, though. No, clip someday. <laughs> clip number clip, three. Clip number three. Yeah, from a baseball game between the Reds and the Cubs, a home run from Alfonso Rivas. Goes up into the stands and lands. Well, we'll let the broadcasters tell the story. He just provided the greatest additive to a beverage. The baseball landed in a beer cup, and he just housed the whole beer with the ball in the cup. That's Reds broadcaster John Sadak talking about the fan. So it landed in the cup, and the guy chugged the whole beer with the ball still in it. Really? And by the way, Sadak's broadcast partner said... Quote, a little rosin, a little dirt. Thank God they've outlawed the spitball. I think if you're uh, if you're willing to drink beer with a baseball inside that a couple of guys have had their hands all over. Right. I don't think you care about a spitball. Oh, no, the ball is out of the cup. Oh, that's okay. The ball is attached to a string that's outside the cup. Oh, look, the ball is back in the cup. <laughs> It's a family guy. Family guy, yeah, right. Stewie with the ball in the cup. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. get a baseball at a game, by the way, or not? Uh, No. Never did. Never no, did. Well, you've probably never been to a ball game, Steve. 
Oh, he's been to plenty. Why, why would you say I'm that? I'm kidding. Uh, you're a Yankees fan. I know that. Yeah, I've uh, th- we had seats years ago. A friend of mine uh, took me down there, and uh, we sat like on the uh, on the third baseline, mm-hmm. which was perfect for like all these foul. And there was foul balls coming left and right uh-huh. uh, into this particular section. <clears throat> we weren't lucky enough to grab one, or yeah. or sober enough to realize there was one coming at us. Well, was it the other day? Was it? Um- was it Trevor Story that hit a bunch of home runs and like one guy yeah. caught the ball twice in the outfield? Well, I know Johnny Gomes, the former Red Sox player, yeah, but was on would... the Green Monster, and but yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right about like that. the same guy. Yeah. caught two home run balls in like the same inning. Like, yeah, what what are the odds of that ever happening? Mm. Ever? I'll go back to the snotty dragon lady. Yeah, the okay. <laughs> as long as we're talking baseball, I should give a plug to the Valley Blue Sox. They still need host families, by the way. Oh, okay. So if you know, if you'd like to enrich your life, host a collegiate baseball star who might soon become a major leaguer. The Valley Blue Sox always have their players stay with host families here in Western Mass. You can call up the Valley Blue Sox at four one three five three three one one zero zero and find out more about being a host family. Will they? Uh, will they do work for me around the house? I, th- I think all sorts of stuff like that happens. See, you know what? Uh, this might be a, yes. a good uh, program to uh, get crap done around my house. There you go. Listen, you want to play on your little baseball team? You're going to have to mow the lawn first. Mm-hmm. How about mulching my garden? <laughs> uh, host dad, can I go to the baseball game? Did you do the dishes? <laughs> Yes, I think yeah. you could expect yeah. that, Steve. That's very oh, good free point. labor. I'm all I would about in, it. I would insist upon being called host dad. Do I have to feed them though? I think that's part of the deal. Yeah, yeah probably. I think that's part of the cost of everything. Yes, pork is up a way high. Yeah, right but you might make a friend for life, and they're very responsible young men. By the way, the guys that play for the Valley Blue Sox because they're heavily vetted by the team to make sure they're responsible. Well, that's good. Individuals. I'm going to need a quarry check. <laughs> 413-533-1100 to contact the Blue Sox if you'd like to be a host family. Like, like I'm going to need the Corey check for in order to bring somebody into my house. 756. Coming up next, we've got the 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hey, Springfield kids, you need to know. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. It's good to get your AC and your DC together, by the way, if you're going to have them. Kind of like your Oreos and your Ritz crackers. I bring this up because yesterday we talked about Arby's adding a burger to its menu. Yes. Well, now Oreos and Ritz crackers are getting together. And they're making a thing out of it, both these companies. These are like, they're mixing these things, two things together? Yes. You can go to Oreo.com backslash Ritz to order yours, by the way. They go on sale tomorrow. They're actually giving them away, this mixture, but you have to pay $4 shipping. (laughs) Hell, I will. One half is an Oreo cookie with cream, and the other half is a Ritz cracker with peanut butter. 
You know, sometimes uh, these kinds of mashups sound disgusting, but yet they wind up being delicious because mm-hmm. you never even think about, you know, uh, you know what that those, those tastes will sound will, will actually feel like in your mouth. Well, peanut butter and chocolate go together. We know that. So you got the Oreo chocolate cookie with the peanut butter on the Ritz. Then you got the cream and the Ritz cracker in there. I don't know if that all right. goes together or not. But everything tastes great when it sits on a Ritz, including an Oreo. I guess we can assume. So, again, Oreo.com backslash Ritz if you want to order yours. That doesn't sound very appealing to me. No, you're not, no, not you down with that? No, 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 I would do it. not the, with the Ritz. I would do it. The uh, story I saw yesterday, you know, speaking of food, because, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, what was it yesterday? Yesterday was endless breakfast day yeah, or something like that, and yet mm-hmm. nobody brought us breakfast. The story, uh, which I have a real problem with, apparently... Uh, Massachusetts has claimed the honor of being the home of two of the top 25 best donut shops in the country. This is according to a, a survey done by the Underground Donut Tour. Now, I don't know what the hell this is all about. Yeah. I don't know who does this, but my guess is they never came out this far to sample any of the great donuts that we have here in Western Mass. Because all the businesses are in Boston? It's uh, the Union Square Donut Shop in Somerville and Cane's Donuts in uh, Saugus. But do they have anything else on a list, or they're just mentioning those two? I, th- th- those are the two Massachusetts donut shops that made the list of the top 25. Cane's won the uh, the title, the best plain glazed donut for its honey-dipped donut. Now, I like a honey-dipped donut, <coughs> but the other place, the Union Square Donut, had a, uh, a, uh, a, a maple bacon donut, mm-hmm. which sounds okay. Yeah, not know, a big maple guy. I'm not either. Like and, a, like a ba- like bacon and stuff, but you know it ignores the fact that here in Western Mass. Now I, again, you know, like uh, the Dunkin' Donuts is a national chain, so I, I, I'm excluding them from this because You're talking about small business, small businesses, yeah. hometown donut shops. I don't care who you are, if you haven't been to the coffee cup in Chicopee, mm-hmm. or Donut Dip in West Springfield, or Mrs. Murphy's in Southwick. You don't know what it, you don't know what you're talking about with I, this place in Somerville and Saugus. I will disagree with one of those, but I won't tell you which. Huh. Wow. Really? Just cuz you didn't like the donuts? Just because I think one of those is very overrated. Oh. But I won't say which one. I'll tell you my favorite one though. And that is is Donut Dip. Donut Dip hands down it's it just there's something about the just the outside of the building, even the inside of the building. It's mm-hmm. still got that like '50s nostalgia to it with yep. the, with the neon sign <clears throat> and the fact that they're making fresh donuts all day long. I miss the donut yeah. dip here in East Lama. I miss it I, too, I, and that wasn't even where they made them. They would make them in West Springfield, and I would be stuck behind the the donut truck every morning, going, "I wish you were open when I go by you." Yeah, the the day I brought my wife to uh, the emergency room. Uh, the day we waited 12 mm-hmm. hours to not get seen, yeah. uh, I went, I had plenty of time in my hands. And I mm-hmm. thought, you know, I need a, I need a coffee. I'm just going to swing around. I got some time in my hands. I, yeah. It's not like I can sit in the emergency room with her. You I were, went to Donut Dip. And you were listening to Sticks too much time on my hands as you were driving to Donut Dip. You are in my head. And I don't Dad, know how the hell you got I there. I don't know how I do Step it. out of there. Hmm. And I went to Donut Dip. And I got to tell you, it was... Bloody fantastic. Fantastic. And a couple weeks ago, we were at, I forgot, the there was some occasion that we were in, in Chicopee, and we said, 
Oh yeah, we were uh, we were in a in a in a funeral uh, procession, and we drove right past the coffee cup in Chicopee, yeah. and I said, "Hey, we should stop by at the coffee at, cup on the way home," yeah. and we did. And I had what is the uh, it's the uh, it's the Boston cream that's the famous one over yeah, there. Yeah. Woo, yeah. Lord, well, that's a good donut. That's a good quality donut. Uh, the, the when I was a kid. Let me take you back to yesteryear, guys. You ready? All right. There was a place when I was a kid in New Jersey. It was in Denville, New Jersey. It was called the Viking Bakery. And every morning, every Sunday morning after church, we would stop at the Viking Bakery. And I can still remember the smell. Like mm-hmm. the, It was so good. Mm-hmm. And their signature donut was the Boston Cream Donut. And it was unlike any other donut that you've ever had until... I moved here and went to Donut Dip and went, this is what I had experienced, oh, you know, however many years ago it was when I discovered Donut Dip. Perfect distribution of the filling. Yeah. A fantastic chocolatey cover. Ah, delicious. See, that's what I'm talking about. and, And, like, not hot but just warm enough that they they, they were just cooling they yeah. were they, they had reached that cooling point where they were allowed to fill them and frost them Dave, have you been to these places yet? I have not, but I'm going to put them on my list. I'm taking notes right now. If you see I got my phone yeah. out, I'm taking notes on my note card. The the, the coffee cup uh donut the, the Boston yep. cream, that yep. was all the rage yeah. for a while. It was like uh it was uh, Charlie Baker's favorite donut in the state. I think they have was it his don't? I think it was a cupcake. To tell you the truth, you're right. It was a Boston was a cream cupcake. cupcake. Ne- or or a muffin? Was it a muffin? Or a no, cupcake? it was a cupcake. It was Either at way. The, it was at the coffee cup. Bakery. Either way, it's it, it, it's an outstanding place. Well, maybe the people who wrote up this article that only listed what Somerville and what was the other place? Uh, Saugus. Saugus. I'm, may- I'm, I'm never going to go to Somerville or Saugus for a donut. Well, maybe maybe they just haven't been. To, so maybe I'd send them a note. See, this is what I'm. This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. When it comes to these kinds of things, and Massachusetts gets yeah. a thing or two yeah. in a big uh, list or survey, they never come out here to Western Mass to see what the hell we got going on. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I would put the coffee cup and certainly donut dip, certainly donut dip, against any of these sweatshop I, local shops in Somerville or Saugus. I also have like favorite places. In whatever area I'm going to be traveling. To. Yep. Sure. Uh, for example, like I love like malicious ice cream. That stuff is the bomb. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite end of, of of the area is Elsie's over at, at Randall's. That's a good place too. It's like it's like you can't not stop there on the way uh, if you're driving by. Like, I'm with you. And I'll even I'll even take the if I am only going to the Pike. I'll take the extra mile trip down the road just to go there. Speaking of fried goodies like this, there's one thing in the whole wide world I sure would like to see. That's when that little love of mine dips her donut in my tea. Oh, that's uh, the band. Yes, uh, up on Cripple Creek. <laughs> sure, just, uh, sure, it's visit. not the sure it's not the wait or uh, saw other. <laughs> no, I was waiting for you. Song to say, by the band. I was waiting for you to say the that. night they drove old Dixie down. There's yeah. another one. No, yeah. this is definitely the right one. You know what I've been hooked on lately? Uh-huh. Been going to uh, to Rice's Farms up in uh, Wilbraham. Oh yeah, very, very nice close place. to my house. Yes. You know we got the bagel sandwiches the other day. Ooh. Uh, bagel breakfast sandwiches. Oh lord, so freaking good. Well, Alex's makes good ones of those. By the way, I had one this weekend. Yep. Alex Kimmel's. 
bagel shop. Kimmel's is Kimmel's yep. is great, but Rice's mm-hmm. is getting their bagels from Tandon. You know, the Tandon bagels in East Hampton. There's very good bagel shop on Sumner Avenue that's really good. Too. Okay, right, uh, right by the X, next to the liquor store. Okay, uh, yes. Forest Park Liquors. I, I don't know if it's Forest Park Liquors. It's it's the one. It's right next to a liquor store near near the. X. I know which one yeah. you're talking about. They, yeah. They've changed. <sighs> they and they used to be named one thing, and now they're named another. I can't for the life of me remember what the name is. But yeah, Put, putting it on the list then. Yeah, that's good. You Those remember are good bagels between rounds? I do. That lasted all of five. Yeah, seconds. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a thing for all of like five seconds. There's but, also a bagel shop that looks like it's closed down right in Enfield. It's right on Route. Is it Route Five? Is that could is be? That the, yeah, and it's I think it's like Brown's Bagel, some something bagel shop or something. It's right next to a car wash place. Uh, do you like lobster? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, if it's, as long as it's got butter on there, yeah. I mean, okay, uh, this place in Enfield. Yeah, uh, little you wouldn't even know the place was there. Okay, it's called Steve's Boston Seafood. I've seen that. Yeah, it, they make the absolute best lobster rolls. Really, anywhere. All right, and, and not just the the butter with the the drawn butter on it, but I'm talking about the lobster salad rolls. They cook the lobster for each one of those. Wow. And then really, they, yeah. I'm gonna try it's, it. It's, it's super, awesome. So it's super fresh. It, and it is a takes tiny, about. It's a it tiny ta- place. You're it, right. It takes about twenty to twenty five minutes mm-hmm. to get the thing prepared. So I would highly suggest that you call there first and order it before you get there, because otherwise you're gonna be waiting. And uh, it's there's not like, from what I can remember, there's not like a whole seating area down there. But they they make yeah. uh, some delicious. I'm stuff. telling you, know, some of the, the smaller little you know behind the uh, you yep. know behind the beaten path yeah. places. Sure. Are some of the best places. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I told you, we went to to Cedars up in uh, you know on uh, uh, on Armory Street. Yeah, you know for like a little sandwich after we were uh, you know uh, hey. at the emergency room. It was fantastic. Uh, I I've been telling you for years about Collins Tavern over in West Springfield, and we went with, with the food. But the the food there is phenomenal, and it's like like you're not going to spend more than ten dollars for a meal. Yeah, this is this is this this is why when I see a thing. It points out Somerville yeah. or Saugus or something in Boston. It says to me, no one bothered to go west of Worcester. Uh, the one you're thinking about on Sumner Avenue, it looks like to me Benson's Bagels. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. And, it and it's by the way, its website is ManhattanBagel.com. I used to love that's that it. show, Benson. Mm-hmm. That was a good show. I used to love yeah. smoking those cigarettes, too, Benson and Hedges. Those are women's cigarettes, aren't they? No, that's Virginia Slims. Oh, sure. Or is it? <laughs> You just you just triggered a memory. For me. <laughs> it did. I used to work in the gas station here in Hamden years ago. Okay, and uh, I was like eighteen, and there was another guy I worked with, and we were like infatuated with the Misty Menthol Light One Hundred girl. You had like a like a cardboard cutout yeah, thing was, of her she, in the store. No, no, she, no, no, no. This was like a person that would come in and like you know, and uh, we would oh. take turns to see which one of us was going to wait on her. Really? Uh, to do the and she would come in and order the Misty Menthol Light 100. Now this was going back 20 years ago, or or more, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think if she had continued smoking those minty, Misty Menthol Light 100s that she looked the same she did today as she did then. Probably yeah. not. The yeah. Yellow fingernails, the emphysema, probably probably <laughs> damaged yeah. her looks just a little bit. Yeah. Now she probably talks like this. 
I, you, I, can I have a couple of scratch tickets and a month and another carton of cigarettes, please? But, but I, uh, I once tried <laughs> smoking a misty menthol light 100 just to see if I could have something in common with this woman, and uh, it was like uh, it was like sucking through a it was like smoking a two by four through a straw. How can you not smoke a cigarette like that and not have misty mountain hop going in your head? Right, that's true. Yeah. I, honestly, oh, mm-hmm. she would do the misty mountain hop every time she walked. Yeah, but that's the truth. Now Say, she's now she's on a <laughs> she's iron on a ventilator. Yeah. <laughs> It's 822 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. You've got three days to play. We've got Rock 102 in Nirvana. One thing that uh, Kurt Cobain lied about uh, Courtney Love during yeah. his dating process was, I don't have a gun. Hmm. I, I, yeah, you might be right about that. That was a, probably a horrible lie to tell. He was lying the yes. whole time. Yes. I had a gun. Yeah, the other maybe lie he is, didn't. When, maybe he didn't at the time. Yeah, the other lie is heroin. Not in this not house. A, yeah, not here. Whose needles are these? Not mine. That's it. Hey, coming up uh, later on uh, this hour, we're going to give away some uh, Thunderbird hockey tickets. Uh, tonight is game two of their series with the Charlotte Checkers. We'll give you a chance uh, at winning those tickets. And tomorrow we'll be talking to Tommy Cross on Thunderbird Thursday. Excellent. All right. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a humdinger. And yeah. I'm right about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 829. News is next, including the news about the new flagpole at uh, Forest Park. Exciting. Yeah. 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 Very exciting. exciting. I cannot wait. Stay tuned. Here's, we're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. The latest on the situation in Uvalde, Texas, 80 miles outside of San Antonio. The death toll now at 19 children and two adults killed in that shooting at the elementary school yesterday. The 18-year-old gunman, identified as Salvador Ramos, carried out his violent attack at the Robb Elementary School and had earlier shot and killed his grandmother. Ramos was then killed by responding officers. In Springfield, about 1,700 early learners have already applied for the new preschool in Springfield, or the preschooling education, I should say. Officials project about 13, excuse me, 300 more preschoolers will be enrolled in a full-day learning at the start of the upcoming school year. And there's also some jobs coming along with this. 30 teachers and paraprofessionals will be hired. People can enroll at the Parent and Community Engagement Center on 91 School Street or online. Springfield Preschool. There you go. That's good. Yesterday at Forest Park, the mayor was back in action, or like he likes to say, (laughs) back in the saddle again, presiding over a ceremonial flag raising off of Porter Lake Drive as part of Forest Park. In cooperation with Northern Tree Service, Charlie Arment Trucking, and Hampton County Sheriff's Department officials, brush was cleared from the hillside, wood chips were put down, and an 85-foot a flagpole with a huge American flag was raised honoring our veterans just a couple of days before the Memorial Day weekend. It's a hell of a pole. It's a big, giant pole. It is. You want to see the pole? You're going to see the pole. Ah, uh, not the pole. <laughs> uh, Mayor Sarno, without his mask, back in action yesterday, and I got a chance to hang out with him for just a few minutes. You can see the yes. picture, by the way, on MassLive.com. Without his mask, and now you all of a sudden have some sort of cold symptoms. Mm. Glad we're all sitting in a well-ventilated room in a basement. <laughs> well, we're not kissing each other. No, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're close proximity. You know? You're a little juicy today. I am. I agree. I feel fine otherwise. But you took the test, right? And you're negative. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
A spring <laughs> other relationship lies that I get told. Listen, I'm I just, told you guys. I'm going to tell you now. Yes. If I get sick, mm. I'm going to be upset. Okay. Well, you can blame it on the mayor then. Mm. <laughs> I could, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him. I will break you in two, Nagel. You ever blame me for anything? <laughs> a Springfield man was arrested on a charge of fentanyl distribution this week. 25-year-old Christian Camacho, according to a report from 22 News, indicted on one count of possession with intent to distribute 40 grams or more of fentanyl. The charge, by the way, could bring a sentence of up to 40 years in prison. He's been released. And we'll be fined, and then we'll find out what the extra punishment will be on top of that. Congre- so they've released him. Yes. So he's out there. He yes. could theoretically sell more fentanyl. Uh, I don't think he's going to misbehave like that after he's been busted once. Do you? Yes, I do. Really? I do. If there's money to be made. You have no faith in anybody. Do I don't. Not when it comes to uh, the sale of illegal narcotics. In Northampton, Wayne Fiden is retiring as the city's planning and sustainability director. His tenure will come to a close June 30th. It's been a long time there. He's been affecting things in Northampton for a positive effect. He's been with the planning department since 1989, including the past 25 years as director. His accomplishments include increasing city-owned paved shared-use bicycle paths to 12 miles. And transforming the city's 1972 master plan, emphasizing suburban and strip development with a sustainable Northampton plan, focusing on walkable, bikeable, and sustainable development. Hmm. Excellent. It's good to know that uh, they finally got around to that 1972 master plan. (laughs) Well, I mean, he he added to that a long time ago is what we're saying here. Yeah, but if, if you say he didn't start the job until 1989. Right. Even in 1989, they're a little late behind the eight ball with the 1972 master plan. Good point, but better late than never, I suppose. Yeah, but then they needed like the, an updated plan. You know, what happened, what was awesome in 1972 may not have the same relevance in 1989 and certainly wouldn't have the same rel- uh, relevance in uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. Good points. Hyundai. Well, that's what I'm all about, Dave. I'm all about, you know, spitting out good points. I make good points. You do. I've heard you make many good points. I've, not all of them. I'm just saying, you know, there's a, there's, I've well, had my share of decent points over the years. Well, they're good points. Maybe inaccurate, but still a good point. No one has hired me from my accuracy. That's That I know for a fact. Hmm. Hyundai recalling 239,000 of its vehicles, Accents and Elantras, all because mm. the seat belt parts can explode and injure occupants. Three injuries reported so far. Apparently, the problem is with the seatbelt pretensioners, which tighten the belts in preparation for a crash. These pretensioners apparently can explode and send shrapnel throughout the vehicle. Well, I wouldn't like that. So if you've got a, an Accent or an Elantra, you might want to get your car, your vehicle over to a dealership and have the pretensioners fitted with a cap free of charge. You should still wear the uh, the seatbelt, though. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be. You don't want to tell the cop pulling you over. The reason I'm not wearing the seatbelts is of this irrational fear that it may explode in my lap. Right. Exploding seatbelts, monkeypox, and now jumping worms. Mm. Jumping worms. Jumping worms. It's a reality. 
They're in California right now, according to multiple reports. Yeah, they're here. It's the Amanathus agrestis, which also goes by the name Asian jumping worm or Alabama jumper or yeah. crazy snake worm. They're, uh, what about sloppy nuts? Is that one of the uh, names? No. Because that's what it looks like. Hmm. Do you ever see one of these things? What, the jumping worm? Yeah. No. They're, they are, a friend of mine who uh, does a lot of gardening and uh, she, she sells flowers, uh, by the way, uh, anyway, it's it's in Wilbraham. Right. And, and she's got this garden area. When she started turning up the soil, as she started finding, they look like earthworms. They look exactly like earthworms until you touch them, and then they squirm away like a snake. Wow. It's disgusting. Ew, I'm and looking then, at videos now. Yeah, These things are actually it's, jumping. It's so gross, and they will destroy all of the vegetation if you don't get rid of them. How do, and how do you get rid of them? Well, bring, Fred, uh, bring Fred Ward in. Oh, he's dead now. We can't have him fight oh, these right. things. Yeah. Uh, burning them in a barrel is a good way to do it. Now, are these like, uh, you know, ever see uh, those things where, like, if you put, like, a, you pour salt on a slug, yeah. mm -hmm. it, like, uh, completely, you know, you gives <laughs> up, disintegrates yeah. yes. in front of your eyes. Mm -hmm. Would that happen? Could you do the same thing with, uh, with a jumping worm? I don't think so. I think, uh, I don't think it, 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 it has the effect that it would on a snail if you put salt on it. It might just get uh, high blood pressure hmm. uh, from the whole thing. Well, you say you've seen them I here. I have hypertension, and I'm a jumping worm. This is not good for me. I need medication. You've seen them here in Massachusetts? Yes. Really? They're here. They've been wow. here for a while. Wow. And uh, it, they're it's, it's an invasive species, and that's how things happen. You know, uh, for years we all argued about the uh, – when you grow into Connecticut and it says no outside firewood, and we always thought that was kind of like odd. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, it's it's an environmental thing because they don't want you bringing firewood from a couple hundred miles away that might have a species of insect that's only you know native to that area, right. and then you're spreading it to uh, other states. I thank God every day that I have the internet at my fingertips. So I Google, right? Excuse me. I bing how to get rid of uh, jumping worms. Yes. Get a load of these three possible treatments. Okay. Tossing them. On a hot, sunny driveway or a street, and so or soaking them in isopropyl rubbing alcohol. Mm -hmm. That will that'll do it. Okay. You can put them in a bucket of alfalfa pellets, vermiculite, dry cat litter, or other desiccant, which will then dry them up. Hmm. Then it is reported that a hot compost heap, 131 degrees or better, should kill jumping worms and their eggs. So any one of you. Uh, bleeding hearts who thinks, oh, we couldn't kill one of these jumping worms. They're God's creatures. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If they destroy your garden or everything, or everything around you, then we'll see who's laughing. I'm going to get me some, my uh, myself a bucket of alfalfa pellets and go to town on these things. Hell yeah. Yes. Where Delicious. Would, where would you get a bucket of alfalfa pellets, by the way? <laughs> you got to ask all the hard questions, don't you? <laughs> you probably get them at a grain store. There's yeah. uh, wasn't it? A.W. Brown's right down the street here. Okay. Dry cat litter will do it, too. How about that? There you go. It'll, it'll, it'll uh, completely evaporate them. Well, it's 843. We're going to have great weather today and maybe some really hot driveways. You could use one of those methods and toss them onto that hot driveway and kill them that way. That's a good idea. Giddy up. It is 843. We're back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Do you consider yourself more of a... 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849. 
and ZZ Top with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Pretty good weather again today. Highs in the mid-70s. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give away some uh, some uh, Thunderbird tickets here in just a minute. But uh, do you you wanted to mention something? I did. Uh, we all decided that we yeah, should we all do. Should, uh, we all felt we should uh, mention this. We have uh, we had an employee here uh, that worked here whoa, uh, probably over a year ago, I believe, that she left for another job. Yeah. Uh, but she was a uh, she, she's a great great person. Uh, she worked upstairs in the office. Her, her name was Kathy, mm-hmm. and uh, after she had departed here, um, she, she ran into some medical issues. Are serious, very very serious medical issues. Um, but we did get an update yesterday from our our business manager that uh, in a in an all staff email. Yes about an update on her progress and how she is now on the road to recovery. Uh, albeit it's going to be a tough one, but it's still on the road to recovery. Yep. Which is great news. Like I, you know, that's great yeah. news when somebody that you know and care about, you know, is 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 on the mend. Every person in this building except for me, <laughs> I didn't I didn't respond either. Most people uh, upstairs anyway. Uh, respond kept responding to this one email yeah. but replying all yeah that's great to hear good news that's awesome as if your response to this re- email <laughs> is gonna somehow spearhead her recovery because well, of the words you said to a person that's not even the person that's dealing well, with yes, the issue. But, but Steve, you're, you're looking at this the wrong way. I mean, we're all very, very yeah. happy that Kathy's on the road to recovery. Of course it's, we it's are. terrific news. Yeah. That's, we're not necessarily saying that in support of her. We're saying that because it fills us with joy and hope that, that she's going to make a full recovery. But it doesn't make a difference. She's not here to see that email. And do you think the, 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 the business manager is going to go, hey, by the way, we got uh, 29 out of 31 <laughs> emails of response saying, good luck to you. That's awesome. Yeah. Does that make you feel good? Well, if Kathy finds out and realizes the only two jerks that didn't respond are you and Dave, then yeah, I think that'll make a big <laughs> She's difference. She's going to get up out of that bed like uh, Charlie uh, Bucket's grandfather in the <laughs> Willy Wonka going, oh my God, it's a miracle. We have a golden email. Yeah, and she'll come over here and she'll and say, resp- I need to speak to Steve and Dave. We replied all. They yeah. all replied all. Yeah. I'm cured. Wow. He the is a cynical two, bastard. And the <laughs> only two people that didn't show any respect were you and Sloppy Nuts over Listen, here. Listen, <laughs> my mother always told me if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all because that's what my response would have been. Yes. Well, you know, the doctor said last week, the only thing that's going to cure this woman is by all of you at Rock 102 replying to the business manager's email. Well, And you got to hit reply all because everybody needs to know your thoughts. We can send our own personal card. No, no, we absolutely could. We could. And she's going to have them posted on the door of her hospital room. But wouldn't it be nice if medical calamities could be resolved simply by pressing 
all. Yes. <laughs> that yes. Would be, that Reply would be all. If there was a way to attach a medical miracle to that, I, I'd be all for it. It's no secret that I'm not a big fan of the group email. I don't mind the group email if it's just an informational thing and I don't have to do anything with you it. You just don't like the response. I don't like the response. And if I do have to respond... I reply only to the person that I'm responding to. Mm, and yes. I also hate group text messages. Going back years ago, there was this like gymnastics thing or something going on with my kids, right? Sure. And I'm on this, like, all the parents are on this particular thread of text message. Mm-hmm. The problem being, and of course, you know, now with these reactions to your 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 phones like you oh i love the message or i like the message (laughs) every person is doing that and then i'm getting 20 other notifications saying bill like this bill love this mary love this you know it's all these different reactions to it i'm like i don't care if you liked it or not i'm just going by the information and then there's also people that i should do this for i have spoken yeah no kidding well we're doing it now uh so (laughs) The other people that like chime in with unnecessary information. So let's just say the the gymnastics instructor is saying, "Hey, we're gonna uh, do this on this day. If anybody has any uh, problems, just let me know." Well, that opens up the door now to people going, "Oh yeah, we can do that," or "No, we can't do that." But then there's always like a you know the Karen, if you will, going. Oh, my little girl can't, my little Madeline can't make it this week because we're going on a trip to see her grandmother in Ocean City, Maryland, and it's going to be a long day, and she, who cares? This has nothing to do with the gymnastics thing. And I said, if you're this annoying on a group text message, what the hell is a drive like you all the way down to Ocean City, Maryland like? Hey, Dave, Mm. get a load of this guy. Right? We're not inviting him to the company party. Yeah, no kidding. Kind of like that woman who didn't get invited to happy hour with the rest of her colleagues. Yeah, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start initiating all staff emails, and I'm I'm going to specifically ask everyone to press reply to all. Yeah, I'm just not, to I'm make not, you happy. I'm not jealous that I'm not included. I would welcome to be not included. I don't need to be included. I also don't understand people who work here, and then they write... I'm going to be out until Monday. I don't care. <laughs> I, that's your personal time. Why do you need to tell me that you're out? Yes, Pat Kelly used to do that, by the way. Oh, yeah, Pat huh? Kelly and that other girl <laughs> and the other guy, they all do it. And it's like, I don't care if you're out. Yeah, I've never done that. You know how I know somebody's out? How? When they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel better now, Steve? I feel a lot. Okay. You got a Thanks, lot of your chest yes. here today. Thank you very much. The uh, <laughs> Springfield Thunderbirds are playing the Charlotte Checkers tonight in the uh, the Calder Cup playoffs. We have a four pack of tickets for tonight's game. Pretty exciting stuff. And someone later today is going to be notified whether they got the upgrade that includes two hats, four koozies, two shirts, two bracelets, two stickers, a Thunderbird bobblehead, four center ice tickets, and a hot dog and soda vouchers for everybody who's joining you. That will be uh, that will be decided a little bit later on. But right now, f- a four pack of tickets to tonight's game at the Mass Mutual Center to the tenth caller at two nine three one zero two one. Good luck to you. It's eight fifty seven with back Stephen Dave and Rock one zero two. Rock one zero two and ninety meat outlet.